What's up, dudes and dudettes? This is Anthony Idol, the incredible one, the neon phenomenon. And I'm sitting here taking shots and talking shops with drinking at Moe's. All right, everybody, taking time out before we get this show started that uh, I want to thank Reaper Apparel for having Drinking Mo's be a brand ambassador for their clothing line. They got good stuff. They got t-shirts. They got hoodies. They got beans. They got lots of great stuff encouraging everybody to break out of their comfort zone, live their best self, and Hey, it's something I try to live every day. Now, be sure when you go and you're finishing filling out your order, use the code Drinking at Mo's, get 10% off, and the link and the code will both be in the description. Let's fucking go. All right, everybody. Another edition here, Drinking Mo's, My Two Cents. So today we are going to go over some of the WWE releases. But before we get into that, you know the drill, YouTube, share, comment, subscribe, all that good stuff. Treat the like button. Hit the like button, I should say. More than Homer Simpson gets hit in the head. Let's make it. This is the greatest thrill of my life. I'm king of the world. Like I said, we're we are also on most audio platforms. And you know what, like we always try to, and you know what, you reminded me of the last one we recorded, in the comments, leave not only a comment on the episode you are watching, but also leave us a comment as far as future topics you might want us to cover. All right. Oh, yeah, you said, you were, sounded like you were about to say something. Oh, no, I was, I was agreeing with you. Do oh, it yeah. in the comments, not the live chat, because we can't see the live chat unless we're watching the actual video. Yeah, unless we are actually watching it as it happens. And like I've mentioned many times before, I'm my own worst critic when it comes to this stuff. <laughs> I have fun in the like in the middle of it, but watching it back, I pick myself apart. So all right. So we are in the we had some uh WWE releases not too long ago. So everybody that was in those, we are in the middle of their non-compete clauses that they are known to have. Mm. My only thing right off the bat with the releases, one little outside comment before we get into some discussions on some of these people, is I find it hard to believe that these are, as they were noted, saying budget cuts. Yes. Because you're in the middle of getting a bigger rights deal. SmackDown is going to be moving to USA Network. Mm -hmm. 
you end up bringing in The Rock for a show, which I can't imagine was cheap by any means, and you're going to tell me that you needed to make budget cuts? I call bullshit. <laughs> So, yeah, 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 yeah. Along with that, words coming out that uh, the uh, Endeavor folks, TKO group, whatever the hell it's called, uh, wants to possibly move Monday Night Raw. That would be a absolutely <clears throat> dumb fucking move. So, so as, as you put, you know, we got all these releases across the main roster, across NXT. They're calling it budget cuts. But at the same time, while all this is going on, you decide that you're going to bring in one of the hottest free agents in wrestling at, right now as we as we know it. Oh, yeah. Jake and you're going to sit there and go, yeah, we've got some people here that we could Push to the moon. Yep. Go ahead and get rid of you, and we're going to bring this person in. Yeah. I'm not saying no. that that's a bad move. It just yep. looks and smells a little fishy. Yeah. No, I'm. I'm not going to say Jade Cargill going to WWE was a bad move. By no. all means, I think it could end up being something pretty fucking cool. And what? And when, when have she that up, in the, oh, I was just going to say, to have that in the midst of, you know, air quotes, budget cuts, I call bullshit. Well, uh, you remember before they even, there was talk of her signing, there was, um, there was a, uh, they, they had trademarked a name that was rumored to go to Jade Cargill when she showed up. The minute she they show her whatever she pulled up in at the uh, NXT show, well, no mercy, and she pops out looking like Lady Gaga because of what she's wearing, <laughs> outlandish. And I mean, AEW when she'd show up and she was cosplaying the, in every pay per view she performed in, she cosplayed something. That's cool. What she showed up in an NXT was outlandish. <laughs> it. It, was, it, looked, it looked to me like something that uh, she it, was actually wearing during those last AEW appearances. Mm-hmm. Like and, and when she gets just out, took it right over. New, new, new WWE signee, Jade Cargill, and the internet exploded. What happened to whatever that name was? Why would you take someone who's what, probably one of the biggest free agents at this time Yeah, and change your name? Yeah, no. WWE that may, have, that may have been one of the things that may have been one of the things that you know became negotiated on because we all know how how WWE likes to own somebody's name. That is true. So that may have been that may have been one of the one of the um sort of looking for negotiating tactics. That very... This is my name. You can't. Yep. No, that very well could be. Oh, well, I mean, she's she's already made some waves. She's been on SmackDown. I can't remember if she was on Raw. I I haven't. But been she showed up on SmackDown. Who, by the way, Nick Aldis showing up <laughs> as the new SmackDown general manager, and had a very 
wonderful shot at your favorite wrestler. <laughs> I know. I was watching it. I loved it. I and it was very British, and it was very British the way he did. Walk up, Dom, big fan. Of your dad. And then just turned around very stoic. <laughs> I mean, I saw that and I go, oh. oh yeah. I, I bet you can just imagine my reaction when I was watching that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was ecstatic. Yeah. But anyways, back, we're back, here to back talk to the releases. releases. Yep, we're here to talk about the releases. Releases. First, first one that I have on my list that I actually have a couple notes on here. Elias, which here's here's the thing before I jump into it. Some of these guys were actually being used right before. There were even some plans for these guys. Other ones, not so much. They hadn't been seen for a while, like, <laughs> yeah. like Elias. But here, here's my thoughts on him and where I, I think he could go, where I think he might be a good fit. If he wants to use a gimmick similar to Elias, because I know they're not mm-hmm. going to be able to use the Elias name, that gimmick right now, I feel would fit extremely well in Impact. Like, if you want to use that gimmick, just switch around the name. Mm-hmm. With some of the gimmicks that they have going on in Impact right now, I feel that would fit extremely well. Hmm. And my only other thing with him is when they had that whole thing, <sighs> Ezekiel. Oh, yes. Whole, I feel I'm, like I'm, when... I'm, I'm Elias's brother. Yeah. When, when they switched back over to Elias... I I don't feel like he really got the chance that he had going before they made that switch to Ezekiel. He 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 had a bigger push before he became Ezekiel. Yeah, way bigger. And I and, just feel... and, and he he had a he had a bigger push. I mean, he'd won the twenty four seven title what four or five times, whatever it was, yeah, something like that. So. You know, granted, it's been twenty-four-seven title. So you know, you 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 won a championship. We'll go with that. But then somewhere along the lines, it just got lost, and we're going to take you off TV, and we're going to find something for you. And then next thing you know, I'm pretty sure he got that phone call. Hello, shave. Why? Keep my job? All right, I'll shave. <laughs> you know, and then he shaves, and he looks completely different, and then they decide to dress him up like the Ultimate Warrior. What the hell? Yeah. I I don't know. That. And, and, and that was also during the time when, and I remember this was during the time when Cody Rhodes came back. Mm. And so they're trying to, you know, Get Cody a little more established back into the WWE fan base, which obviously didn't take that long. Yeah, it but didn't take They're also trying to establish Ezekiel as, I don't know, just put him out there. 
Because I, when he walked out after WrestleMania, when Kevin Owens was pissing and moaning about something, it was like, what? That right there could have been a, don't do that. No, don't, don't do that. Mm. Yeah. And then, and then once, you know, they took him off TV again, told him to grow his beard and you know, Elias is back. What, what's the point? Yeah, I, 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 I didn't. I didn't get that one damn bit. Well, I mean, what's it's it's almost it's almost like the big show turning heel and turning face. Yeah, no. It's, it's like one week he's the bad guy, another week he's the good guy. We just can't figure out what the hell to do with him. Yeah, yeah it was it was frustrating, and you know what? I wish him all the best. I got. Oh, I, I do too. I I feel like he could. Uh, really have a rocket behind him if he jumped mm-hmm. over to his back. If, if, if like, he had the if he had the right people pushing him and not constantly pissing and moaning about the way he would do things. I I I sincerely agree with you there and I am firmly in belief that if he were to make the jump to impact mm-hmm. with that gimmick with some of the with some of the gimmicks they got going on over there right now yeah, that man, that would get over like crazy. Oh yeah, oh yeah. All right, next one, one that I think surprised everybody. Oh, because yeah, I if don't. If it's one that I'm thinking of, it surprised the hell out of me. Well, there's two on here that kind of surprised the hell out of me. One, they they weren't exactly getting used quite so much as of when late point. when it happened, but the one and only Dolph Ziggler. Uh, I remember. He, I remember when he first came into the WWE, and all he did was walk up to people. Hi, I'm Dolph. That's, he he is he is one that I feel like he the sky isn't the sky isn't even the limit for him hmm. wherever he chooses to go next. He could literally do amazing just about anywhere whether Mm -hmm. it be you know the whole aew ring of honor uh, hell he'd do great in impact whether he wanted to go over to japan Mm -hmm. he would do amazing over there nwa and nwa as much as i will admit Mm. that i not paid so much attention Mm. to that product i mean I've had some people from NWA on the the interviews. I got nothing but respect. So, but yeah, yeah, he would, he would do great there. Oh, he would. I, he would. I mean, there, I mean, if you think about it, what was his last big last big push that he had? God, I can't even remember. It was. It was. You know, they they stuck him. With, they stuck him with Robert Roode. They won the SmackDown tag titles. Uh, he went down to NXT and won the uh, NXT title off Braun Breaker. And, you know, that's about it. That is about it, yeah. And then, then you know, he loses the NXT back to Breaker. He, he basically decides to go back to SmackDown and, and defend the titles. They lose the tag titles. And then, I'm... It could be one of those things where they decide, okay, well, we'll go ahead and take you guys and we'll move you somewhere else where you don't have to contend over here 
you can contend over here. And then Bobby Roode winds up hurting his neck. And I mean, if, 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 if he's a producer. Yep. He's and still doing, he's still doing glorious bombs. I oh man that that latest one where he comes out of the production. Know what a glorious bomb is? Google it. Oh, and God. then and then get in the comments of this of this uh, video and thank us. No, oh, yep, they are yep. awesome. Oh man, that that latest one mm-hmm. where he comes out of the where it was first Michael Hayes coming out of the it was Michael Hayes. And then, oh man, that well, that was epic. That was that was a good one. It, it was it was very epic. And I was I, I was uh, I was in my kitchen and I was like, I just got waking up. And, hey, let's turn. I gotta hear it. I gotta hear it. <laughs> yep. Oh man, and he is he is one <laughs> of these releases. Well, we're going back to golf here. Golf. He is one of these releases that I feel like could literally be an asset anywhere. Whether it be any of those places that we mentioned, hell, we didn't mention uh, MLW. He'd be great yeah. there. Yeah. He would make a big splash there. And whether and he, the, whether the, he wanted to do an indie run, he would do a he and, would make a ton of money. Oh, he would. He would. And the funny part about it is, is that a week before the the. Uh, uh, releases were announced. His brother wrestled mm. in AEW. You know, yeah. Dolph Ziggler, real name Nick Nick uh, Nick Nemeth. Yeah. Brother wrestles in AEW. Ryan Nemeth, and he posted a picture on t- um, Twitter X, whatever, whatever the fuck you want to call it. And and it was a picture of the two of them standing next to each other with the AEW titles strapped around you know photoshopped around their waist and with the caption of soon with a with a question mark you know what i was about to bring that up because there there is that i guess rumor or you know people rumor innuendo rumor innuendo people fantasy booking in their head him joining his brother there which hey that would be pretty cool and be kind of a shot in the arm to his brother and and it would bring up the uh, you could bring up a brother team versus brother team uh, another another brother team because you, be... you got the young bucks uh, Dick Jackson you've got um, the Hardy, the Hardy. Boys. um who, who is there any other bro- no I think that's what it no there there's I, I, I'm swear I am ah brain fart right now I am not it happens. Yeah, it happens. All right. But yeah, he'd be an asset anywhere. Oh, he'd be Absolutely. anywhere. Now, this one is another one of the other two that I feel like really caught people off guard. Mm-hmm. Because he was literally scheduled for a title match oh. at NXT No Mercy. They actually had plans for this guy to win the title that night. We're talking about Mustafa Ali. Mustafa Ali, the gentleman that has been to Omaha. He he has been to Omaha. I actually met him at that show. I was, that was the show where I did that pro wrestling boot camp at. And we all just got to stay there before the doors opened. I got to talk to him there. And Mm -hmm. man, what a nice guy. 
he man the this one like between the only reason I would put this one as more surprising than Dolph Ziggler is because Dolph Ziggler wasn't really getting used on TV at no, all. No, he was he was just on the sideline showing up for catering. Mustafa know, Ali was gonna hang was, out. Mustafa Ali was literally getting used every week in every NXT. Week. He he was he was he was the center point of the uh, North American title. Yes, and like I said, he was. They literally word has been out that they literally had plans for him to win that night. It literally this one literally caught the NXT staff off guard. Off guard. And and, man. and you and you and I had gone back and forth because I'm the one that saw it. I said it to you, and you're like, well, well, you know, Vince does his own thing. And this happened after the whole takeover. So, you know, erring on the side of caution, it might not have been Vince's idea. But then again, budget cuts. Yeah. So it may have been one of those things where it's like, you know, and, and we've talked about this before. The hand of NXT tries to talk to the hand of the main roster WWE but somewhere there's a brick wall where everything just kind of gets bounced around. And yeah. when you get someone gets called up from NXT up here, they don't know what the fuck to do with them. Yeah. And I'm so hoping whereas, whereas Shawn Michaels is down here on NXT get you know doing everything, putting Mustafa Ali, getting ready to put the NXT North American title oh, yeah. on on Mustafa Ali, they know nothing. Yeah. The main roster knows nothing. And if the main roster knows nothing, well, then you go up here to Endeavor TKL. What the hell do they know? And here's here's my thing that I am hoping that will make at least that side of things better. Now that Vince is apparently just a, air quotes, figurehead, has no real stay in creative anymore, maybe that'll change. Only time will tell. But at the same time, at the same time, you know, um, I think Mustafa Ali, Dolph Ziggler, they kind of fall in the line of those. Everyone knows that they were done wrong. Everyone knows they were handed the bad cards when they made their main run. Dolph Ziggler, two-time world champion, but guess what? One of the biggest moments and after WrestleMania Monday Night Raw histories was Dolph Ziggler cashing in the money in the bank on um, and winning the world heavyweight title. Word has come out now that Vince McMahon had absolutely no confidence in Dolph Ziggler. And the only reason why they put him out there is to get that, and I'm paraphrasing, get that damn briefcase out of his hands. Have him win the title, and then he held it for what, a month? If that. If that, and then they took the title right off him because of concussion. Yeah. So, and then basically you hear that Vince McMahon had absolutely no confidence that Dolph Ziggler would be able to do jack and squat. So, you know, right then and there, you, you can see that you know Vince had his eye and it wasn't on Dolph. Yeah, and. Going back, side, if you don't have your eye on Dolph, why the fuck did you have him be the sole survivor five, six years later? Yeah, and going back to Ali here, much like Dolph, 
could be an asset literally anywhere. He, oh my god, he is so damn good. Like he literally, could, he could, he could go anywhere. And if you got could, some of these, some of these promoters and bookers, whether they're indies, whether they're you know, whether it's MLW, AEW, Impact, New Japan, uh, maybe not New Japan, but. You know what I'm he going could, he could, I could see him doing some good things. I could see him doing, but not with the story that I'm getting ready to unfold here. And I've seen this several times. You've got guys that are released by WWE who were used very sparingly. Yes. I'll, I'll use this for example. He's um, um, later. Multiple time tag champion in WWE. Was putting that really bad. I've got kids storyline, which was entertaining to a point, but after a while, it just got to a point of, I don't know. He gets released, and then he goes to Impact, and he's found a home at Impact. Now I, I use that because of you know he's a multi-time tag champion. He hasn't. I don't think he's won singles titles because he's got that air over him of tag wrestling. Yeah. And, you know, you put him in a tag team, whoever it's with, he was good. You put him in singles competition, um, people see him as losing all the time. What booker is going to put a title on the guy that loses all the time? Yeah, you, you, they you, would you really. Sign, you sign Mustafa Ali, you could you could put him in a title in a title picture right off the bat. Oh, most you, definitely. You could book him the exact opposite. My ear itches. You could book them the exact opposite that WWE did. And it, it'd, yeah. it'd be kind of like, a yeah, we're, this is how we are, but we're going to take you, who was basically shit on by WWE, and we're going to elevate you here as kind of an FU to Vince and to Triple H and whoever else. Now, I say Triple H because he's the one in charge of creative. He might not have known about these right away. Yeah. Who, who knows? Who knows when it comes to who made the final made the decisions call? on those? I I find it hard to believe that Triple H was really too much into it, especially with Mustafa Ali, because with the uh, the plans that they had for NXT mm-hmm. and you know Shawn Michaels being the behind the scenes guy that he is with NXT. Yes, I find it hard to believe that they wouldn't have communicated at all about it. But that—that's a story for another time. Yeah, I, yeah, I see nothing but great things for him wherever he chooses to go. Oh yeah, definitely on my list of you know the ones out of the releases that surprised me the most. Um, another one here. That all go. That I mean, it surprised me, but like a lot of these guys, wasn't really getting used to much on TV. Shelton Benjamin. Ah, yes. He he's another guy that I I feel can literally fit in anywhere. I mean, he he has the history in Japan. Mm-hmm. He has history with. Ring of Honor, I'll Ring of Honor. Although I'll be before Tony Khan bought it, but still, he has that history there. Mm-hmm. He has that tie. Um, 
he he could even do amazing in in impact if he chose to. Mm-hmm. There's been rumors of him being uh, a potential new member for uh, the Blackpool Combat Club. He could he could fit in there. Yeah. Um. With with his with his with his wrestling background. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah. Yeah. The 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 amazing uh, amateur wrestling background that he has. Mm-hmm. He could fit in there. Yeah. Like you mentioned, New Japan. I I don't believe he. And you know what? By all means, in the comments, correct me if I'm wrong. I don't believe the history he has in Japan necessarily went with New Japan. I believe uh, the main one was Noah. I could be wrong. Don't could quote me. I believe the footage I mainly saw was with Noah. But yeah. again, great talent could literally be an asset anywhere. And 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 he's one of those guys that in in my view at one point was was painted into that corner of tag wrestling. Yeah. And Definitely. He has been able to take that, bring that out, and not be a tag wrestler. It, 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 it's it's kind of like uh, Booker T. When yeah. Booker T first uh, started winning singles titles in WCW, I'm like, but the dude's a tag wrestler. Why is he? Then, then you realize that oh, he can. Okay, I'm I'm going to go along with it. Shelton Benjamin's the exact same way. He gets yeah. painted into the corner as a tag wrestler. And now he's, you know, he's won multiple intercontinental titles, multiple United States titles, I believe. He's won I'm wanting to say titles. so, yeah. At you least know, one. At least one. And you know, he's got a he's got a uh, he's got a tag title run with um, Cedric Real Alexander. Honor. He's got a tag run with Cedric Alexander as part of the Hurt business. But that when that, it comes to WWE, they just, yeah. they just a, a, after that run ended, they just made him kind of a I don't I don't want to call it a whiny bitch, but they kind of made it so that he was he's off TV, but he was constantly on X trying to talk to this person to come back and reform their team, or you know, trying to take into X to get with Bobby Lashley to reform the Hurt business and. All this other stuff, and it's like this is the best you've got. I, I get in the back of everyone's head, Zack Ryder um, mm-hmm. basically built up his popularity based off his YouTube channel, taking the social media to build himself back up in the eyes of the fans, which we all know fans are the ones that make the world go round when it comes to wrestling. Yeah, sitting there trying to do that with Shelton Benjamin, it just didn't work. When I when I'd see stuff like that, I go, just stop. Yeah, <laughs> just, just stop. Yep. Now, I mean, that's and, about and he and he's one of those ones that you could move. He could go to Impact. He could go. He, he could go anywhere. Literally anywhere. You know, it's like you know. Hmm. Warriors at one point could sit there and write their ticket to anywhere they wanted to go in the world. Yep. He is definitely one Shelton, that Shelton Benjamin is one of them that could write his ticket to go anywhere. 
Now, he's not as big a star as the Road Warriors, so he might have to put a little down payment down to get there, but he would make a name for himself anywhere he goes. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I could not agree more there. Mm-hmm. Now, here, along the lines of Mustafa Ali for this next person, she she was literally getting used just about every week. And it definitely caught me off guard a little bit. Even though I wasn't a, necessarily a huge fan of hers. Right. Dana Brooke definitely caught me off guard because because of the the fact of she was actually getting used and she was getting getting used on NXT yep and my whole thing where I see that she could fit in relatively well in particular I think that she would be a pretty good addition to impact knockouts division. I th- I think she could do really well there. Another, I mean, hell, this is my thing. I've, I've said it before with impact. Criminally underrated, in my opinion, has, I'd say arguably has the best women's. Did <laughs> you really just go, <laughs> Let me finish, damn it. My bad. <laughs> but no, like I was saying, arguably Impact has the best women's division yes. out of any promotion on national TV right now. And I firmly believe that she would be a huge asset to the knockouts division. And if they booked her correct. True. And I I feel like she's a solid enough performer. I mean, mm-hmm. yeah, I wasn't I wasn't her hugest fan, but she was a solid performer. And she, was. she I feel like a broken record, but she would just be an absolute asset to that division. Yeah. That's already got a lot of uh, great people there. So so to go off on what you just said. You're right. Great. I mean, great asset. She could go anywhere. Another one that could punch her ticket and go. I mm-hmm. mean, she has lost a little bit of muscle. Because I remember when she first showed up on WWE, she would come out and she could flex. And she would come out. Now, she would also do a front flip. <laughs> she would come out, she'd do a flip, and then she'd sit there and flex and do one of these. And she was, you know, she was she was your your powerhouse female, yeah. And then throughout time, she stopped being the powerhouse female and started being the pretty chick. Yeah, to the point to the point to where they really had. And this is my caveat on on um, releases and all this other stuff. Anybody that has been involved in the twenty four seven title picture is on a list of releases. Yeah. Unless they've got something for them. Dana Brooke, my, minus minus her losing the title and having it thrown into the trash can, Dana Brooke was the last actual 24-7 champion. Yeah. And most of the people that would chase down, whether it be R-Truth, whether it be Dana Brooke, whether it was Akira Tozawa, 
whether it was Drake Maverick or whoever else was the champion, when they had the locker room come down and chase them out, they're on this list. With the exception of... With the exception of a handful, but a majority of them are on the list. Akira Sinawa is still on roster. Yeah. They need someone to be the jobber of the stars. And he's solid, dude. I've actually got to He's very solid, but they... This is the thing. Back in the day, you'd have on superstars, you'd have the enhancement talent, which is basically those guys that are WWE contract employees that would go to them from city to city, and they might get a match here and there against the fellow enhancement and talent, and they might get a win here and there. But most yeah. of the time, they were used to put over the bigger stars. Yeah. Nowadays, with, with independent wrestling as becoming as it is, those guys are going off and doing their own thing. And now you've got WWE say go to um we'll say go to Omaha, they'll make a phone call. Hey, you got anyone that we can use for security? They'll call up to Minnesota. You got anyone that we, we, we need someone that's that can that can do a job. Um, we need someone for security, we need someone for this, for that, for this, for that. That's how it is now. Back then, it was they got guys that are already on the roster. Mm-hmm. Dana Brooke. Dana Brooke is one of those that you know. You know, the Kira, I'm, I'm sorry, Kira He's a jobber of the stars. He's he's there just to put somebody over. I hate to say it like that, but yeah, I I hate to say it like that too. But, mm-hmm. but that, that's, it's that's like basically. He, he, it's like the modern day version of the job squad. Pin me, then pay me. Pretty much. You know, uh, and a handful of other people are the exact same way. Um, uh, there was, uh, who was it? There was somebody that was in, that, that they did an interview, they did an interview with, with Chris Van Fleet that talked about a, a fan at a Q&A was getting on his case because he was on a losing streak. He's like, but here's the thing. I'm getting paid to lose. That's the thing. I'm getting paid. Well, I will I win? Maybe. But I'm getting paid to do the job that I'm doing right now. Yeah. And I, I I heard that. I'm like, I'm good. Yeah. Definitely. Definitely. Hey, if you're hey, 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 hey job security. Yeah. Hey, if they're <laughs> if they're gonna throw a boatload of money at you to do that, mm-hmm. I am not gonna fault anybody for taking it. Not at all. Nope. Now, another person that we had on the list, we won't go over everybody because it might take a while to go over everybody. So, so yeah, it, it'd take a while. So I'm just going to, I'm, I'm going to do this here real quick. So ones we'll talk about are your na- guys that you've seen on TV. Right. Yeah. Now the next I've one that I want list, to, I've got a list right here, 15 names. Majority of them have been on TV at least twice. Yep. Now there's more. There was like twenty-five to thirty people that got released. And yeah. We'll say this. They don't make they don't make a list because they were on NXT next level. If you've never heard of NXT next level, congratulate yourself. It's like watching somebody who walked into a wrestling school and trained for three days and then you decide to throw them out. Yeah, level up. Yeah, I level know what up, that's what it is. Level up. It's it's basically developmental for developmental. 
now I stay the, away from it because if I want to watch crap wrestling, we've already had that up. We've already had that video. Never mind. So anyway, <laughs> um, no. it, it, I'll just I'll finish that. I'll finish that thought. If I want to watch crap wrestling, I know where to go on YouTube to find it. Yep, we'll we'll leave it at that. <laughs> ne- next person I wanted to talk about though, one that the reason this one is surprising to me is because I I have it in my notes here. It's like, wasn't she just re-signed not long ago? And I'm talking about Emma. Yes. It's like she had a pretty great first, well, she had a good first run. Mm -hmm. Then she went over with, you know, Impact, had a great thing there. I believe Mm -hmm. that she even did some stuff with Ring of Honor's women's division. Yeah, not. Like I'm not mistaken. I'm wanting to say I have a memory of that, and you know where I think she could definitely along the lines of Dana Brooke. She could be an asset to the Impact Knockouts division. Mm-hmm. She already has a history with the company. Yeah. She could also do great things. You know. Japanese women's wrestling is amazing. They got some great promotions over there. Uh, Stardom comes to mind. I think she could. What the? Did you just fart or something? No, you, you, you were talking about. You were talking about going over to Japan, and you said over there with a D, and I was like, I did not. I, you know what? I'm gonna have to play it back. I don't think I said it like that. Anyways, man, you just had this look on your face. For those that will watch this YouTube, tell me my friend Nate here did not just look like somebody just farted in that damn room and he just got a huge ass whiff of it. And yes, I used ass in the description. But is there going to be a profanity warning? Fuck no. My, I'll, I'll just say this. There, we discussed before recording. There was uh, uh, my subtle reasoning behind why I put it on the one that I did. We use that language enough here that if I put that on every one, I would literally have to put it on the description of the YouTube channel. Mm. Just put a parental advisory right on the damn thing. And of course, but, we don't use that kind of language on the show. People will think that we're sick. Yeah, exactly. So they would think something's wrong with me. But to get back into this, I think that Emma could definitely do some great things. And it was—it just caught me off guard because I'm like, I literally, like I said, that I had in my notes here. It's like, wasn't she just re-signed? Yep, she had just re-signed. I think she came back. Royal Rumble? Royal Rumble or right after WrestleMania, one of the two. She had one or two matches. And I think here's where everything went to to shit for her. And don't take what my next words are is to go along with gone to shit. She's dating Riddick Moss. She's actually in an actual relationship (laughs) with Riddick Moss. Mm -hmm. And WWE's eyes of everything, if you were a couple... You're married, it makes it even better, but if you're a couple, you you go 
as a couple. Yeah, I, I, I'm thinking it's either Emma or one of the two actually caught the cut bug, and because of as a couple, they both had to get released. That knocks another one off your list because Riddick Moss was also released. Yes, and we're talking about Emma. She basically got put in as manager slash yeah. Um, what sort of look for? Um, hype, hype, manage, hype person. Because she, she, she was basically a glorified manager for yes, Ritikos because she'd sit, he'd sit there and and see he'd have a match, and she'd go, "Babe, you're the best. You can do this. You've got this. Yes, yes, you." Go out there and show me how much you love me. Show, beat this guy's ass, yada yada. And he'd come out and he's all hyped up. And then it's a squash match. Two minutes later, he's got the lights getting pinned. Yeah, and you know and, we'll we'll jump into things with him for a little bit because there's other people that I want to cover more here. Mm-hmm. He he was sporadically getting used, but he was he getting was sporadically used. getting used a little bit. I I think you know. He he has some potential to get, you know, things going underneath him here. Mm-hmm. Could join Emma in Impact. I mean, there's that chance. He could have a pretty decent indie run, in my opinion. Oh. But, I think uh, what the majority of these people need to do is just take an indie run first. Because they're not going to be able to do anything. Yeah. For 90 days, they're not going to be able to do anything. I guarantee someone sitting at home... Yep. Not doing anything. They might hit the gym, but guess what? If you sign with AEW, you sign with Impact, you better have a couple dark matches under your under your belt to get that ring rust of 90 days sitting on your ass off. I I imagine a bunch of them. We talked a little bit about Shelton Benjamin. He has been mm-hmm. popping up in videos with Lance Archer. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. So I mean I don't imagine wait, any of these people have wait, been uh, just Shelton, on ben, Shelton Benjamin with the murder hawk monster. That doesn't make sense. <laughs> hey, it, that, it is what it is. I, that, I that's a dude. That's a dude. I swear to God, when I first saw Lance Archer, I thought that this dude is too skinny for his body. And that he's he's definitely and he is and he has built himself up, and I'm. Oh yeah, I I gotta meet him once, and yeah, he's definitely one that, you know, when you meet him, at first before you start talking to him, he's like, oh my god, he's intimidating. <laughs> but then you get to talking to him, and he ain't so yeah. bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely wouldn't want to piss him off. No. Now, now next person that I want to kind of dive into a little bit here, I'm not necessarily their biggest fan. I've I've said what I have here, but top dollar. Now, my my whole thing. I've said what I have about them bringing back some members of Hit Row. Now, the the thing the thing here is, like I've said before, Hit Row. The this. Second run, air quotes, second run, if you will. They weren't anything special without Swerve. Not at all. 
I don't know. The magic just wasn't there for me. It was the not mag- there. The, the, the magic was an eight. And, here, yeah, the, and you know what? Here's the thing. Now, I might not necessarily be his biggest fan, but would the – I'm oh, trying to figure out a good way to put it. It would be interesting to see him joining Swerve with this mogul embassy. I could long, see that being relatively. I have no problem with that, along as long as he doesn't try and dive off over the top rope. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, that that that's a whole thing. So all right. Okay. So so uh, I guess I guess you know you put your two cents in. Here's my two cents. Okay. Um, go to the next one. I didn't I, I didn't see anything with Top Dollar. I, he was he was, he's another jobber of the stars. Yeah, like I said. I wasn't necessarily oh. his biggest fan. The only Here's, place that I could see some interesting aspects coming of mm-hmm. him getting released is, and if he wants to continue a pro wrestling career, is him joining Swerve with the Mogul Embassy. Mm-hmm. I could see that being interesting. But yeah, we'll 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 move on. Th- this time. one, well, <laughs> maybe not necessarily surprising of a release. But I could see some interesting things coming from these two. Mason Mansoor of the, the former maximum male models. Now if, if you've never is... know if you've ever if you've ever noticed, um unlike the rest of them, they've actually gone on social media and they've talked. That they have people people have gone on there, I think they're on Twitch. And they're yeah. both doing something on Twitch, and they're doing like Q and As, and you know stuff like that. And they're making sure their name gets out there. That that and with a uh, Mansoor, I yeah, I might not necessarily pay too much attention to NXT. I try to every once in a while watch, mm-hmm. but on Fightful's NXT review show with the the Sourgrass with Al- Alex and Kate. He was actually on this last week's one. They actually really? had him on there. And my my whole thing with a potential place I could see them really fitting in kind of goes along with Elias. If they are wanting to use that similar gimmick, mm-hmm. impact. I could definitely see that gimmick getting over on impact okay so let me just go with this i'll, I'll start off i'm not going to do them at the same time Mansoor. aside from being a part of the male models what has he done exactly um his biggest thing was i guess and when he signed with wwe his contract stated that he could never lose in Saudi Arabia. Mm, yeah. I okay. remember. That's fine. You can put it in there, but guess what? We're gonna job you out to every Tom Dick and Harry when you come when you come overseas. Which it sucks. I mean he's he seems like he's a good talent, but it's just when you when you sit there and say, hey by the way, I don't want to lose in my home country, I get that. Because how many times do they go to Saudi Arabia? 
And when they go to Saudi Arabia, guess what? They catch so much hell because of their wonderful human rights uh, record. Yeah. And if anyone can tell how facetious I'm being, Saudi Arabia is, is not known for human rights. Yeah. Sorry. So, so there's that with with Mansoor. Uh, he he's he's got more wrestling talent than his partner Mace. If anyone knows anything about Mace, he used to be a football player. He used to play football. I guess he got hurt and decided he wanted to be a wrestler. Before he became a before he actually started wrestling, he was down in NXT before NXT was NXT. They called him up to be um, um, one of the commentary team. Mm. He was he was a, he was one of the commentary team. He was one of the commentators for Raw when they had Raw when they had the announce desk way up by the entrance, which I thought was one of the until AEW did it. I thought where they placed the um, um, commentators table was one of the stupidest places I'd ever seen. And then AEW started doing it. It's like okay, this kind of works. Yeah, but then, but then again, AEW stage was a hell of a lot bigger than what uh, WWE was using, so you could hide your commentary team back over here. Whereas on Raw, they were right there. You know, if if if, if Edge had not been retired or hurt or on SmackDown, he comes running out. The commentary team's getting burned because that's right where his fireworks are. Yep. So getting back getting back to Mace, um, he took the Twitter during this time, because it was Twitter back then, and kept saying he wanted to be the one to retire Brock Lesnar. You remember that? Well, guess I what happened? Well, guess what happens when you run your mouth about Brock Lesnar? Brock Lesnar tends to take tends tend to take notice and there was the, he I think he attacked him at one point and broke his arm. And next thing you know, you don't see anything from him. You don't hear anything from him. And then all of a sudden, the whole retribution storyline started. And there he is with this mask, whatever the hell it was. You know, mask and the stupid face paint thing. And it's not like we couldn't figure out who the hell these people were. (laughs) I mean, did they... It, it, and, it, and it falls in line with with um, the booking style of wrestling fans aren't that smart. That's how that's how I that's how I called it. It was they thought we're not that smart to figure out that the chick here is Mia Yim. <laughs> it's not that we're, we're not that smart to figure out the other one is Mercedes Martinez. There's not too many people that have that many freaking tattoos. It looks like that. I'm yeah. So, yeah, I can I can definitely go. Yeah, so so it's one of those where it's like eh, now, you know, yeah, they, you know I think they could both of them either. Mansoor has a better chance of making it somewhere, whether it's on Impact, probably on Impact, maybe MLW. Um, Mace, I really haven't seen him wrestle, so I don't know what kind of talent he actually has. So I don't know. I can't form that opinion of where he would be good. Maybe he could go to MLW and be in a 
being a manager role. True. All right. Now, last one that we'll cover here because there's others that I'm just not certain where I think I would even see them going. The one that it might have surprised some people, it might have not. Matt Riddle. Matt Riddle. Now, I'm personally, this one I do not think had anything to do with his in-ring abilities. Mm-mm. I'm thinking this was more of a backstage, outside-of-the-ring thing, at least from some of the stories that came out right before they said mm-hmm. they had him released. Now, as far as where I might see him going, I definitely... One that it took me a minute to think of this, but then I'm like, you know what? They could go back to doing that. When uh, GCW had the the first blood sport shows, mm-hmm. it was Matt Riddle's blood sport. Isn't it Josh Barnes' blood sport now? It 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 is his now. Okay, but I believe, and I mean, by all means, correct me if I'm wrong in the comments. Originally, it was Matt Riddle's. So he GCW is a place that I might see him being able mm-hmm. to go back into that. Um, definitely could do stuff, you know, over in Japan. Um, impacts another possible spot. NWA, there, there's loads of places he could go. It's just the only thing I think with him is going to need to be... Uh, reigning in the the outside of the ring behaviors mm-hmm. because I've heard of this I've heard of it brought up this way that uh, him teaming with Randy Orton Randy Orton was said to be the guy to kind of somewhat rein in a lot of that stuff during the, the RK bro days yeah they, they had their goofy moments mm-hmm. but you know, you didn't necessarily hear so much about the backstage stuff during right. the days. Right, right. Now, if he could rein in those, he he's got lots of great stuff ahead of him. It's just that matter of reining in those behaviors. <laughs> Where do I go with this? Matt Riddle. Matt Riddle has a problem. <laughs> no. Um, I could see him going to the same places, Impact, MLW. I also see him going back to, say, um, um, PWG, um, a lot of the bigger indie promotions that he has, you know, been at with, like, Keith Lee and stuff. I can see him going to AEW with Keith Lee. Yeah. We'll, but we'll, we'll I'm, not, I'm not sure. I'm not sure if Tony Khan wants Matt to bring his personal life with him. Yeah, that, that's gonna be if you if you hadn't figured it out, Matt likes his weed. And I don't know if that could get if that could get a strike, but he he, he likes his he likes his wacky stuff. The, the, whole, the whole thing there is if it's 
legal, wherever the hell you're yeah. at, whatever. Whatever. Treat it like most people everywhere else do alcohol. You know, <laughs> just no. do, it, do it when you're not at work. Whatever. Yeah. Now, the other stuff. Mm, yeah, that that that's um, I'm not sure what to say about it. Um, yeah. You, you read about it and you're like, oh. It's like you, you sit there. I don't know how many people actually know what the backstory stuff is with Matt, but why? Yeah. Not 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 why is in why you don't know what his back what the backstage stuff is. I'm trying to figure out why he did what he did. Yeah. I really don't have a comment there because I mean I mean you've cool. seen you've seen you've seen the before and after pictures. That's like before and after. Yeah. So it's like what the hell? You know, but you know, I, I'm I'm thinking that his that his personal habits that he had um, was part of the reasoning behind the uh, his release because, like you said, you know, if it's legal in the state you're at, you have no problem with it. Yeah. The only problem is that you have a you have a company that goes to all fifty states, and you have a performer that partakes in things that's only legal in about thirty percent of the country. So it's one of those things where it's like, okay, well, we can't have you doing this. And then he shows up doped to the gills. And it's like, well, we can't use you because it's not legal. Yeah. Because any 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 drug agent will know just by looking at someone that he's doped up to the gills, and that's a problem. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> <laughs> Where you going and, all, and, all and the and the other stuff, yeah. I mean, oh, make better choices, dude. <laughs> That's all I gotta say. Yeah, I mean that is so, that is about be, all. It's I, one thing to be in the in the penthouse; it's another thing to be in the basement. Yeah. Uh, well, I guess that is about all I have to say on the WWE releases. I don't know if you got anything else. Uh, I mean, I've, two of them, I can understand why they got released. We didn't discuss them. I'm just going to say this. You don't need seven-foot dancing people. Yeah. I'll leave it at that. If you watch wrestling, you know what the hell I'm talking about. Yeah. That's all I got for that. I'm just going to yeah. yeah, we'll we'll leave it at that. <laughs> that is about all for this one. Everybody yep. have- Good week. Let's fucking go.